0: Alright fam, we're dropping three option plays yet again to get you ready for the upcoming week. Subscribe and like if you want to get these plays every single Sunday. Here we are, first plays from last week, or we're going to go over just learn from so we can understand what's working, what's not working, and get better from it because we just want to be traders that are progressing with our knowledge and then hopefully the accounts will follow. So first things first, pins, we... Got stopped out on this inside the group. We did have a 20% push on Monday, but didn't push more than that. So we saw a gap down and then a lot of support. So a lot of wicks at the $24 level. And then a big run back up to 26 with an inside candle on Friday. So a lot of consolidation on pins. But what I do want to point out is uh, green cloud, blue cloud, yellow candle. Three pieces of confirmation for the bulls to continue and possibly pass 26. I will say nothing matters on the charts. Literally every chart I'm showing you, it's just going to be completely blown out with the interest rate on, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. So when they raise the rate 1% or 3 quarters of a percent, these charts are going to completely be different in 24 hours, just like we saw the previous week. So we had the CPI data come out. Boom, major gap down, all the bullish charts got blown apart. So when you have big data days, you don't really care about the swings. So you have to be really careful swinging. Rechart after the big data. Anything can happen. So same thing this week in anything can happen scenario. So meta, this play, we were right at this level here. You see this level? This is at 169, 170. All we were looking for was a push over, a push over 170. We didn't get much more than that. So funny enough, that was a 30 to 50% win in the trading group, just that small little push. So that's how, that's how we do it. We play momentum. We look for breaks over key levels. If it continues, big money. If it doesn't, we got to protect our profits if we fall back. So meta, huge gap down, huge sell off. We're seeing a lot of weakness in this name this week. And lastly, Oxy, nice easy win on the swing. Nice easy win on Monday if you day traded it. Um, Clean run from 65.50 to 67.50. So it even ran down, retested the breakout zone and gave everyone an opportunity to get in. Reason why I like this move, it was a nice clean pattern is because the downtrend here got broken on Friday. So we confirmed over the breakout line better yet the market mover indicator flipped from blue to yellow candles so whenever we flip through the zero line that's our best entry into a trade so couldn't have been any more perfect on oxy and again just a one-day move yielded about one to two hundred percent on option contracts so that just shows you if you chart it correctly it doesn't take much to make much and again We double bottom here, and then double top. So second entry in Oxy possible, zero line flip on Wednesday, and then back down, zero line flip. Broke the lows here, and then started selling off a little bit. So Oxy, interesting setup. Very choppy, didn't go much more than I thought it was going to, but um, again, doesn't take much to make much with an option contract. If you go one week out, it can uh, even just be 10 to $0.30 being enough to profit. So that's all we try to do in the market, take advantage of movements here and there, and take advantage of chart patterns that historically repeat themselves. So let's go through the top new three plays. I'll let you know which one we swung on the free live stream Friday. Um, So crowd first off, uh, we are double bottoming. A double bottom is not the highest conviction breakdown setup. So we want a triple bottom before the real big sell-off. And so what i'm thinking is going to happen with crowd is a run back up to 180 and then boom big sell off through that 175 level so what do we have down there next level 160 next level down here 145 i believe so big levels lower not too much support it should be a nice clean break to initiate the confirmed setup so this again is still chopping still inside But I am looking for this to play out to the downside because of the clean rejections off this trend line here. So a lot of big rejections high. This is a lot of tight price action. So we're leaving that big range and we're looking for the next big range which I think is gonna be down there. So options, just doing risk to reward like we always do. Uh, We got September 30th options about two weeks out. I just want to see 100%. So 10 points in this name would make a 165 strike go to 175. That's 10 points. So it's 100% potential. I like plays that give me 100% potential. So it's perfect. Excited about that play a lot. So real quick, if you guys are interested, um, you can grab 10 free days on the market mover indicator. Uh, This indicator right here that has yellow red and orange candles it also has an oscillator at the bottom you can head to the link in the description grab 10 free days and no credit card no subscription you just get it get in and try it out um, i just want some feedback if you got it next play up is wix um, wix was at 73 at the close funny thing about wix after hours bullish news boom are you winning play wix hit i think 77 at after hours so Wix at 77 has a potential for a big big run so growth names are actually looking kind of bottomy in this market a lot of higher lows on Wix great yellow candle formation we just want to see continuation continuation so i don't know if the news on friday is enough to let us go and let us rip on monday but we'll see so risk to reward using Wix it's tough you know we got options a month out it's a long time, but it's better for beginners to use options a little bit further out. If we have a 10-point move, just like Crowd, you know, $80 options go to 70 100%. 100%? Good enough for me. That's where I get excited. So if you're curious how I find these setups, what setups I love, make sure to grab all our books. The cheapest bundle you can find on the internet for $9. bucks, um, you will get all my setup books and then my stock market mistakes book. So you don't have to waste all your money learning things the hard way like I did. And so last play, and then we'll finish up with the market analysis on SPY, letting you know how we see the markets before the big FOMC decision. So we are playing puts on Ford. The only thing I don't like about Ford is tight candle on Friday. So tight candle didn't rip through the 1440 level, and we're just getting in pre-breakout on the triangle. So here's a triangle. Just getting in a little early, which might get burned. It's, it's an easy way to get burned. Um, but I think the market's going to stay bearish for a couple days, and I think this should be breaking down. Either way, I do like this pattern longer term-ish, so a couple weeks out. And so forward looking to the downside. But if we do break the triangle to the upside, guess what? It's good for calls. So you, the triangle is a good pattern to wait for the break because it's a better place to, to get in. Um, But if if you have a bias, if you think it's going to break one way, what I like to do personally is use less position size and kind of size in after the break too. So add, 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 add. But if I want to get in, want to be a part of the big move before it happens, I like to use a little bit of my capital. So again, we're going to wait for this triangle. It's probably about four days out and then boom, going to get the big move. So Ford, just curious, risk to reward again. We got the 14 strike going to 15, that's one buck. One buck is gonna be 100%. So one dollar on Ford, you know, 14.40, down to 13.40. Very doable gap fills all in this area, so easy price move in my opinion. If we break out to the upside, $15 goes to 16. That's still mid-range here, so even if we went to the top of the range, double top, that'd be 16.50. So it's a fifty up. Even if you wait for the breakout. So Ford, plenty of risk to reward. Plenty of profits on both sides of the play. Now, let's dive into SPY. Because SPY is doing some crazy stuff uh, before a major day. So first things first, as we dissect the markets, this is still in a major downtrend. We're making lower highs. We're making lower lows. Major downtrend. So now, we're on a quest to hit new lows or we form higher lows and the market ends up forming a really tight consolidation um, before October, November and midterms. So what happened on Friday was a hammer. So that's not the the greatest candle you want to see on a gap down. Hammers typically lead to gap ups, typically lead to running the next day. So with the market, you know, I'm kind of bearish, but that wasn't a great candle. So I sized out of most of my short position in the market. And I'm gonna buy back in hopefully later in the week. But um, that candle tells me we have a higher chance of bouncing on Monday. So what we what we saw last week was a breakdown on 390, and this was something we we're watching inside the trading group. So I, I said to the traders, you know, weakness into the close towards 390 would yield a gap down, and that's exactly what happened. Gap down. Lots of profits, but um, not a strong close. So that was a good directional move. But for us to get down to the 370, 370 360 level, um, we're going to need to push after the FOMC decision lower. And it's got to be from that 1230 region down to 2, the last 90 minutes of the market, it, the bears have to come in, which statistically speaking, uh, has not really happened so let me show you what that means so if, if you go to the the past data on FOMC you can see here the day of the, the meeting lot of running 1 percent higher in the markets so we've only had one out of five where the market dropped during that so that's something you want to make a note of so it's important to understand that Typically, the bulls run it up after the decision. Only once have the bears really dropped it. So, uh, we'll see what happens this week. You got to stay nimble. Got to be able to adjust. Um, but I'm just looking at the next day, honestly. So, what I do see on the larger term picture is terrible candle on the weekly engulfing candle. So, I still think we have downside in spy. I like to re-enter my shorts at 390, 393. Um, but for the most part, um, anything can happen. So I, I'm not not a hundred percent to the downside, but um, I'm still thinking three seventy, three sixty gets tapped. So monthly candle, it's important to check this out. Is rejecting the cloud? So the red cloud's being rejected. We flip through the zero line on the market mover, and so now we have the whole downside open because now we have made the exact same wick from. August. So we had a 430 down to 408 wick. So let's call it 20 points. This month we've already had a 409 down to 490 wick. So call it 20 points. So you're having these massive sell-offs producing massive wicks, which again are giving us directional indication that the bears still are in control. So typically when this becomes a really, really bad sell-off is when you get through the blue cloud so the blue cloud typically supports every uptrend and that's where we come down and hit it bounce long term it's the greatest entry but sometimes you get the blue cloud busting through lower and then that creates the huge recession sell-off so you see this happen during 2008 you see this happening during 2000 so only once only once in the blue moon does that blue cloud give up? But uh, in, the, in the next two to three months, we're going to know that. We're going to see that. We're going to see what happens. But from my perspective, uh, CPI is coming down. So uh, we did have a print lower again on CPI, and the interest rate is going up. So as you can see, let's see Fed funds, we're at about 2.3. We're looking at maybe another. One percent hike this week, or three quarters. So we're going to be going to like three percent, and that means we're getting closer to CPI. So we need to we need to head towards eight. I think if we head towards five, we're going to drop the inflation down to six or five, and we're going to be doing very well, um, kind of controlling it. But until then, you know, I think we got a couple more hikes this year. Uh, I think we're going to see five percent hopefully top out, you know, 2008, we hit 5% on the Fed funds. Uh, I think we got to go up there. And that that, that 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 journey to 5% could be catastrophic for the markets. So lastly, you know, you're seeing housing starting to finally get hit. Um, the mortgage rate, where is it, the 30-year fixed rate, just went over 6% for the first time since, again, 2008. So housing not looking so hot. A lot of pressure coming down on housing, a lot of inventory building up. And we're about to see that really get hit, in my opinion, over the next couple months. Um, The winter is typically not a great time for housing anyways. So it's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure in different ways. So that's all I got. If you want to trade with us seven days for free, hit the link below. You know what to do. If you want to watch our past three plays, I'll link that to the right. Peace out. Have a great trading week. Good luck. Be safe. It's going to be crazy.